joining us today. I'm Donna Carrick, the host of Dead to Rights, the podcast, and I'm here today on behalf of the Maydabs of Mayhem to speak with my friend Cheryl Friedman, and Cheryl is a 25-year veteran of the Canadian crime writing scene and a longtime freelance editor of crime fiction, Jewish mysticism, memoirs, academic papers, and more. She was the first executive director of Crime Writers of Canada and the occasional chair of Bloody Words Mystery Conference and the Boney Blythe Light Mystery Award. She takes the occasional stab at writing mysteries, and thank God she does, that reflect her interest in ballads and folk songs and cross-cultural folklore, mythology, and ferrets. And I love the ferrets, and I've been telling Cheryl for years, take more than a stab at writing because we love your writing. Hi, Cheryl. Thanks for joining us today. It's so good to see you. Thank you for inviting me. It's great to have you. We're going to talk about your story today. Cheryl's got a story by the title of Possessed, which will appear in In the Spirit of 13, which is coming out from the Maydams of Mayhem in the fall of 2020. And your, your, um, your character, Sarah Levine, runs into a rather tricky problem. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Sarah, yes, Sarah is... Um... I'm not sure exactly what Sarah is, but she's sort of me about, um, I don't know, at about a third of my current age. Um, and she's working on something to deadline on her computer and suddenly, boom, she gets the blue screen of death. Uh, I actually originally wrote the story in 1995. Um, well, the bones of the story in 1995 for a science fiction fantasy writing course. Um, and back then, the technology was completely different. It turns out a Dybbuk um, has possessed her computer. A Dybbuk is, um, is a Jewish folklore character. Um, a Dybbuk can either be a demon, which is less likely, um, or a soul who has committed some sort of um, religious type crime. Um, in his or her previous life and has to come back and atone for it. And the soul can't get into Sarah, so he possesses the computer instead. Okay, and then I think uh, you've also got a ferret featured by the name of Trouble, which I love. And uh, if anybody knows Cheryl out there, you know about her passion for ferrets. Tell us about Trouble and what happens to Trouble without giving too much of the story away. Well, Sarah essentially tells the Dybbuk to get out of the computer and the Dybbuk does and possesses trouble. And there's this little ferret and it's squeaking in Yiddish. <laughs> because the Dybbuk, uh, it, it turns out that the Dybbuk has actually chosen Sarah to possess or not possess as the case may be because he used to live in the flat that she is currently living in. Mm-hmm. And what year did he live there? Um, he died in 1937. So he, I think he lived there from 32 to 37. I think he got married in 1932 and, and he, he and his wife moved there. It's in Kensington Market, which um, when I first moved here, it moved to Toronto in 72. Uh, Kensington Market was still very, very Jewish. Um, mm -hmm. When I got here in 87, it was still fairly Jewish, but 
almost all the Jewish elements have moved out of out of Kensington Market now. But it was it was the core of of Jewish immigration. Um, it it was basically a Jewish ghetto. Uh, yes, yes. Well, it was a Jewish heartland when I was going there, which was, you know, I mean, I'll date myself here, but it was long, long ago. Um, we used to ride our bikes to Kensington Market every weekend, you know, and pick up as many fresh deli things and cheeses and things like that as we could. Anybody who's familiar with Toronto will have heard of Kensington Market at the very least, you know. Yeah. And you had Shopsies and you had Switzers. Yes. Um, and then you had, it was a bagel place on college, and I can't remember the name, the name of it. And it actually closed comparatively recently, maybe about 15 years ago, which mm -hmm. is pretty recent for Kensington Market. Right, right. So Sarah has an apartment in the Kensington area. This is what you're telling me. And it is... It is inhabited by a Jewish spirit uh, from Jewish mythology. And what is the divot's name? Uh, the divot's name is Shlomo Finkel. Okay. I could never have said that. That's why I threw it to you. <laughs> Shlomo <laughs> Finkel. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Shlomo is, is basically a, a short version for Solomon. Okay. Okay, that makes that makes sense. <laughs> I'm learning something here. <laughs> so you're gonna have to read the story. The thing that strikes me about this story is it brings your you've got a, a way of saying something funny without saying something funny. And it's the kind of it's the kind of one-liners that just grab you. There's a couple of things here, like um. Trouble was a notoriously poor conversationalist. Well, trouble is the ferret, so one would hope. <laughs> and I just roared when I read that. And it's just so typical of your writing. I love the way you slip those things in. It's like you're not really writing a comedy. It's lighthearted, but it's not really a comedy. And yet it will have these moments of just outright laughter, just laugh out loud moments that I just love. And you do that over and over. So... Thank you. Really, welcome. So if you haven't read anything by Cheryl Friedman, please, please get your hands on something. Cheryl's had uh, stories that have appeared in a number of places. And um, yeah, I'm glad to see the CWC broadening a bit, though, because sometimes their their categories are just too narrow, you know, and it, it, it everybody is broadening their minds about these things, about genres. I mean, I see articles about genre all over the place, you know. Everybody's broadening their minds about this. And I think that the, the establishment needs to broaden in keeping with what people are writing. Exactly. And with this, with this new award with CWC, uh, I'm really, really happy to see my friend Vicki Delaney has been shortlisted um, for, for an award. I'm sorry, I keep thinking of them as the Arthur Ellis Awards. They will always be the Arthur I Ellis know. Awards. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, Arthur... You know, this will always be, and it's yes, right. yes, the original award, and it will. Yeah. To me, that will always be the award. I um, know, but she wouldn't have stood a chance um, because she writes cozies, and yes. and she would not have stood a chance under best novel, and yeah. now she does, and now yes. all sorts of people who write light books 
um, stand a chance. Yes. And I think that's great. And, yes. that's and we, we have a find. lot of friends who fit that category. Vicky's an excellent example. But mm -hmm. There's a number of them that you and I know who fit that category. The other thing that Cheryl is well known for is uh, she is a Toronto-based editor of crime fiction. And uh, Cheryl works in a freelance basis. Um, tell us about that, Cheryl. How can people reach you if they want to talk to you about editing? Is it mostly word of mouth or...? Um, I've actually had three people contact me relatively recently um, because of um, my CWC member page, because okay. I should have a website. I cover my nose in shame. Um, I, I bet you yet. get plenty um, of work. <laughs> and I'm semi-retired now anyway. Okay. Okay. So I shouldn't um, pump you too hard on that. <laughs> And I want to get my book written, finally. Yes. Well, that's the whole point of semi-retirement, isn't it? To be able to get your book written and get it out there. And uh, do you have a working title for it? Not yet. Um, but what's interesting about it was, um, I've, as you know, because we've been friends for a very, very, very long time. We've yes. been in the same writing groups at the time. Um, I've gone through a lot of ideas. I was working on a mystery based on a ballad, Lady Isabel mm -hmm. and the Elf Knight. And I actually went quite far on that. And you helped me a lot with that, with, with how a young Catholic noblewoman of the 12th century would react to certain things. Because um, I, have a, I have a close connection to young Catholic medieval <laughs> women. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I had her doing something really bad and you said no she wouldn't do that and this is why she wouldn't do that um, and then and then I was working on a, a fairy tale mystery and that did involve a ferret a walking talking ferret who um spoke 40 slang and wore a little oh, fedora um and um and the third idea that I was working on was was based on um King Solomon when he came to when he came to power because solomon's jerusalem well solomon's israel um was rife with trouble it was um and i tried and tried and tried to make it work and it just wouldn't work and none of these ideas felt right for me and then and then when the the writing group said why don't you bring back slomo finkel and suddenly mm -hmm. it was and suddenly I wanted to write. Suddenly I felt what all of my author friends say. That yes, you that energy. You have yes, yep. that energy comes coursing through and you, you have. But you and I have talked about this a number of times over the years. Sometimes the idea comes and sometimes the idea is perfect. But if it can't maintain itself, you have to know when to walk away and get on to the next idea, you know? Otherwise, you're just, yeah. you're clinging to this idea and you're not actually productive, you know? Because it just doesn't resonate with you. That's right. That's and right. I, it doesn't have the staying power. And they, they do. Yeah. I, but writing is really difficult. Sarah Souls, um, it's like that. Um, mm -hmm. She can just sit down and bang out a chapter a day on her books. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. There have been times when I've been able to do that, but you know, they're not, they're not long-term. 
there when that energy really is moving with the idea and you're really there. Anyway, Cheryl, it's great to see you. It's great to have you on. Thank you very much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Okay, and I do too. So thank you and looking forward to the launch. Yes, same here, same here. Hopefully in person, we're gonna see. Let it rise. 